My name is Carlin Borisenko, and you are listening to the Actively Unwoke podcast. Well, welcome to 2023. This is the first episode of the year, and I do have a rather audacious goal in 2023 in that I do want to do at least one podcast episode a week, maybe even more if I'm feeling saucy or if there's breaking news to talk about. And I do have actually quite a few episodes that I need to catch up on things that I need to record because one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to be reading the articles from my Substack, which you can find at carlin, K-A-R-L-Y-N dot substack.com. Another way to get there to make it a little bit easier and you don't need to know how to spell my first name is activelyunwoke.com slash substack. Those will go to the same place just to give you another option. And one of the things I do want to do is make audio versions of each of the articles that I write, or at least the ones that are conducive to that. So I've got a little bit of catching up to do. And this means that if you want to subscribe to the Actively Unwoke Substack, which I would definitely recommend everyone do, I do want to keep as many articles as I can free on that Substack, you'll get a little bit of an an advanced notice, a sneak preview, if you will, of some of the episodes I'll be talking about on the podcast, or you could just wait for the podcast to come out, whatever's clever, whatever works for you. I will say that one of the goals that I do have this year is I want to put a lot more time into my Substack and into my writing. I think it is one of the more fruitful things that I do in terms of the analysis and the descriptors of the woke ideology. And so I'm going to be doing a lot on that Substack this year. And one of the things I really, really, really want to do is get as much paid support on there as possible. Now, listen, I would love to keep everything that I'm doing as free as possible for as many people as possible. But this year, I want to make Unwoke Activism entrepreneurial. What does that mean? I want to do it as my full-time job. I have not been doing it as my full-time job for, well, the entire time I've been doing it. I've always had other things going on the side. And I want to be able to put as much time and energy and focus into this as possible. But I need your help in order to be able to do that. I need to make it a financially viable thing for me to do. Because if I'm going to spend more hours doing this, And being one of the people that's out there speaking out about these issues, teaching people about these issues, I will teach you everything I know about the woke left, about how to fight back against them, about how to handle different areas, about a vision for the future that moves beyond this social justice insanity that has infected every part of our culture. I will teach you absolutely everything I can and provide you as much insight as possible. But I need your financial help in order to be able to spend the time required to do that. So one of the things I want to do this year is I want to get 1,000 monthly supporters on my Substack, which is 5 bucks a month. You can also do a $50 a year annual donation if you would like to do that instead. But when, this really helps me to plan. This helps me to not need to go do consulting on the side so I can focus on this 100% of the time. That's what I'm trying to do here. If you can give, please do so. Because when you can do these things, you make up for the people who can't. And if I can't get at least 100 paid supporters on my Substack this month, 
I'm going to have to start making some of the articles paid only. It's just the way it goes, guys. I want to make everything free, but I don't want to have to do that. And you can really help me out by heading over to Carlin, K-A-R-L-Y-N.substack.com. You can also go to activelyunwoke.com slash substack and sign up as a monthly supporter, an annual supporter, whatever works best for you. You can find other ways to support the work I'm doing at activelyunwoke.com slash support. There's lots of other options. All right, let's dig into the episode for today. And this is, we're going to read an article on my Substack, And this is honestly one of the most important things you need to understand about the woke left. This is a foundational topic. If you listen to no, nothing else from my work, it should be this. If you read no other article on my Substack, it should be this. It's called The Four Primary Goals of the woke left. We must know what they want in order to be effective in defeating them. In 1984, George Orwell wrote the following. If you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever. We are living in a precursor to this eventuality. And important people with the power to stop it, are starting to take notice. On December 12th, Elon Musk tweeted, the woke mind virus is either defeated or nothing else matters. He's right, you know. If the woke left wins, that will be the end of our way of life. And the primary place this battle is being waged is in the government schools. What does it mean to defeat the woke left? We cannot know that if we don't understand their goals, what they're fighting for, what they consider to be winning. So I responded to Elon with the four goals of the woke left. Their goals are as follows. One, gain as much power as possible. Two, destabilize the system. Three, attack capitalism. Four, usher in their Marxist utopia. I've developed this list based on deeply immersing myself by watching thousands of hours of their long-form trainings and private presentations almost every day for the last three years. I've watched more of their real-world training content than almost anyone else on the planet. And when you listen to their long-form content, not the clips you see on Twitter or TikTok, you see these themes pop up over and over again very predictably. Every single tactic the woke left implements focuses on attaining one or more of these goals by integrating their extremist ideology into institutional policy. The protests the social media post, all that is just a window dressing. It's a distraction. The real goal of the woke left is to gain institutional power. They do that quietly when no one's looking because they're distracted by the protests and the social media posts. Let's break down these goals and discuss how each shows up. Remember, 
every single tactic these people use is designed to achieve one or more of these goals. A single tactic can hit on more than one goal. Those are their most effective tactics. Goal number one, gain as much power as possible. When a person on the woke left dies, instead of saying rest in peace, the woke left says rest in power. Search for rest in power on Twitter and see what comes up. Here's a sample. And if you want to see these images, you can find the article at Carlin, K-A-R-L-Y-N dot substack dot com or actively on woke dot com slash substack. The first one is a picture of uh, Cory Booker. Of course, it's Cory Booker, right? And Cory Booker is is mourning someone that's died. And he says, rest in power and peace. The next couple are about a black feminist who died. And they've got pictures of her giving the black power fist and rest in power at the top of the tweet. They've got one from Cher on 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 someone that she cared about that died again rest in power and even the cleveland cavaliers one of their coaches died and they said rest in power coach and this isn't even just a thing in the united states it's international there's actually a tweet and again you can see this for yourself over on the substack it's from laos from laos in which they have the hashtag rest in power. And this is an official government news source. Power is what the woke left covets above all else because it means they can institute the changes they want to bring about their Marxist utopia. Power can come in a variety of forms. It might be elected positions, everything from school board to state government to federal office. This is how they enshrine their policies in law and compel compliance with the threat of force. It could be leadership positions in organizations like CEOs, VPs, heads of human resources, and private businesses of all sizes. This is how they took over private industry to basically make diversity, equity, and inclusion mandatory to exist in polite society. When they can't use the power of the state, your job depends on your compliance. It could also be indirect forms of soft power, such as influencers, authors, commentators, social media reply guys, etc. This form of power is actually the most dangerous because it influences the culture and politics is downstream of culture. The woke left do not get in to elected positions or leadership positions in organizations without this form of indirect soft power preceding it. Goal number two, destabilize the system. Want to know why the woke left changed the definition of racism from an individual judgment of a person based on their skin color to one that infects an entire system? Or why the woke left are actively pushing radical gender ideology to children via public schools starting in elementary school? Or why the woke left demanded we shut down our entire society during the COVID pandemic while they simultaneously declared racism a public health emergency? 
to go out and protest. In order to understand why they do what they do, it is critical that you understand that their goal is not fairness or justice or a more equal society. It is to destabilize our system. Arguing our entire system of races is, excuse me, arguing our entire system is racist is not designed to fix racism. It's designed to delegitimize the system. I'm going to say this one again because it's really important and I flubbed it a little bit there and I don't want to go back and edit my apologies, but it is really important. Arguing that our entire system is racist is not designed to fix racism. It's designed to delegitimize the system. Shutting down society and printing money during the pandemic was designed to cause inflation, which is itself destabilizing. And then the BLM protests just reinforced the myth of systemic racism hitting on their goal in two different ways. Transing kids in school is not designed to help kids find their true self and live happy and fulfilling lives. It's designed to make a portion of the population infertile and forever dependent on medical intervention. It's also designed to abolish the idea of gender, which will lead to the destruction of the family, one of the goals discussed in the Communist Manifesto. This is a passage from the Communist Manifesto. Abolish the family. Even the most radical flare-up at this infamous proposal of the communists. On what foundation is the present family, the bourgeois family, based? On capital. On private gain. In its completely developed form, this family exists only among the bourgeoisie. But this state of things finds it complements in the practical absence of the family among the proletarian and in public prostitution. The bourgeois family will vanish as a matter of course when its complement vanishes, and both will vanish with the vanishing of capital. Do you charge us with wanting to stop the exploitation of children by their parents? To this crime, we plead guilty. And not for nothing, but here is the passage that immediately follows that one we just read in the Communist Manifesto. It's literally directly after it. So they've just talked about how one of their goals is to abolish the family. Listen to what they say then. But you will say we destroy the most hallowed of relations when we replace home education by social. And your education... Is not that also social and determined by the social conditions under which you educate, by the intervention, direct or indirect, of society, by the means of schools? The communists have not invented the intervention of society in education, but do seek to alter the character of that intervention and to rescue education from the influence of the ruling class. See how that works? When Marx and Engels wrote the Communist Manifesto, they told us exactly what they were doing. 
They're taking over the schools to undo the bourgeois society and usher in their own. When you understand that everything the woke left do is designed to destabilize the system, you start perceiving their actions in a new way, one far more sinister than most people understand. Goal number three, attack capitalism. Meet Dina Simmons. Dina is the trainer in the public schools in Cambridge, Massachusetts, right down the street from Harvard University. And if you were looking at the article, you would see a tweet from the Cambridge Public School District saying, we are honored to again welcome the incomparable Dina Simmons, founder of Liberate Ed, SEL, to Cambridge Public Schools. Your work is inspirational. Thank you for a rejuvenating workshop. And for good measure, there is a picture of Dina and a picture of Dina with one of the administrators who paid her $32,000 for a weekend of work. And Dina is an anti-capitalist. She publicly advocates abolishing capital uh, capitalism as a way to abolish whiteness. And there is a quote from a video that Dina was in on YouTube. It was a video from a publisher called Haymarket Books. Haymarket Books is also responsible for, for putting on a conference that's literally just called Socialism. And in that video and on that quote, you would see Dina say, Being an abolitionist is anti-capitalism because there's a connection between capitalism and slavery. And honestly, to me, that's whiteness. And we have to eradicate whiteness, abolish whiteness as well. As a reminder, anytime the woke left uses the term whiteness, they are usually not using it to refer to your skin color. The term whiteness means who owns the power structure, who the boss is, who the landlord is, who owns the private property. This is the capitalist or bourgeoisie class. The woke left would consider anyone who holds a form of individual power rather than collective power, quote unquote, white, regardless of their skin color. That's why Larry Elder is considered the black face of white supremacy by the Los Angeles Times. And there is actually an article that is linked to from the article if you want to see that. That was a real headline in the Los Angeles Times when Larry Elder was running for governor of California. It's also why whiteness can be multiracial. And here I have an article from National Public Radio, taxpayer funded, of course, with the headline, Understanding Multiracial Whiteness and Trump Supporters. This is also backed up in the Communist Manifesto, which provided the basis for the 1619 Project, which said racism was invented in 1619 by white people when the first slave came to America in order to keep white people in power. Whiteness is not your skin color. It's another word for capitalism the bourgeoisie. Goal number four, usher in their Marxist utopia. Make no mistake, the ultimate goal of the woke left is to remake the world in the image of Marx. That's why they continually push the idea of equity over equality 
as illustrated by a stock photo I found on Adobe Stock. You'll have to visit the Substack to see it. It's basically an image of a quality in which everyone has the same kind of like stool, but some people are shorter than others. And then equity in which everyone has different sizes of stools that they need and they all end in the same place. And then reality in which the shortest people get no stool and the tallest people get the biggest stool. And they're saying, oh my gosh, we don't even have equality in our society, let alone equity. And, uh, and they're trying to make it seem like no progress has been made in the history of the country, which is, of course, wrong. Equity is about equality of outcomes rather than equality of opportunity. They are trying to normalize outcomes. This is how you eliminate the bourgeoisie class and make everyone a proletariat. A Marxist society makes everyone quote-unquote equal, but eliminates the possibility of the flourishing of human potential. No one can be exceptional. Everyone must be the same. They're gaining power in the system to implement policies that would destabilize it. A, a destabilized system a destabilized system will allow them to replace the failed policies, the ones they caused to fail, with different policies that support the elimination of capitalism. And when they eliminate capitalism, they'll replace it with a new system, and that new system will be Marxism. If you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever. Orwell knew what he was talking about. All right, and that wraps up the article. Again, the name of the article is The Four Primary Goals of the Woke Left. You must know what they want to be effective in defeating them. You can find this article on my substack, activelyunwoke.com slash substack or carlin, K-A-R-L-Y-N dot substack.com. I will teach you guys how to uh, spell my name if it kills me. But that's all I've got for this episode, guys. Thank you. Happy New Year. It's good to be back. I will be back with a new episode soon. And again, I've got a whole bunch of articles on the Substack that you can check out. And if you wouldn't mind signing up for a $5 membership to uh, make sure I can keep the articles free for everyone, that would be fantastic. And I really, really, really appreciate it. We'll see you next time.